Good morning and welcome to Church Matters, a place where we ask questions about the life of the church at home, across the street, and around the world. This program is brought to you by Mennonite Church Canada. My name is Dan Dick. And my name is Janet Plennert. And we are the hosts of Church Matters. Our scripture text for today is from 1 Peter 3.11. He that would love life and see good days, let him keep his tongue from evil and his lips from speaking guile. Let him turn away from evil and do right. Let him seek peace and pursue it. For the eyes of the Lord are upon the righteous, and his ears are open to their prayer. But the face of the Lord is against those that do evil. Thanks, Janet, for that scripture reflection on our topic of peace-building for today. In a few minutes, we will be joined by Daniel Pantoja. Daniel and his wife Joji are Mennonite Church Canada witness workers, deeply engaged in a peace-building ministry in the conflicted region of Mindanao in the Philippines. Daniel is going to share his experience of what does and does not work in bringing together people who are fighting in this conflict about land ownership. Originally from the Philippines, Daniel discovered Anabaptist peace theology while working and studying in Canada. Daniel and his wife Joji are passionate about conflict resolution and bringing people together in and for peace. Thanks for joining us today, Daniel. Thank you for inviting me. Daniel, can you briefly set the scene of your work for our listeners today? Mindanao is a land-conflicted area. There are the Muslim group called the Bangsamoro people, and then there are the Christian groups we call the migrants or the Christian migrants. The Bangsamoro people own the land, of most of the land of Mindanao. And uh, prior to that, the indigenous people were there even before the Bangsamoro people. So here were the indigenous people and the Bangsamoro people, the Muslims, who were there, the majority people in Mindanao, for several uh, thousands of years, even before the coming of the Spaniards. But in the past 100 years, the Spanish and the uh, American colonial governments told the Christianized Filipinos from the north to go down to the south, to Mindanao, so that we can be the majority people in Mindanao. Daniel, you seem very scripturally convinced that Jesus has shown God's people peaceful ways to resolve disagreement. For the past uh, 18 years, I was a church planter with a, with a big Baptist denomination in Canada. But after 9-11, I felt I had to rethink my ministry in the context of the first uh, decade of the 21st century. How do we represent Jesus in this kind of context? And so I went to Vancouver School of Theology and started reworking or reconstructing my theology, but I wanted to stick with the scripture and with Jesus. And then finally my professor said, you know then, you are becoming an Anabaptist. I want to back up a little bit in our conversation. Just recently, I heard you tell a story to a group of people about putting two leaders, community leaders, together who were, who were in opposition of one another, and you put them together on a boat for three days. Yes. And tell me about that story. Uh, the first person is Haron al-Rashid Baragir. He's a 26-year-old gentleman, but he was trained 
as a Bangsamoro liberation advocate and fighter. Because he belongs to the Bangsamoro people, he said, I will try my best to lead our people to bring back our land that these migrant Christians took away from us. And then there's this Christian migrant named Elwin Neri. He grew up in an evangelical church and then he went through the Pentecostal church and he really, really want to witness or to evangelize the Muslims. So what happened is that Elwin Neri, the Christian migrant, and Harun al-Rashid Baragir, we put them in a boat for two nights and three days. There were only two rules. Do not punch each other on the face, no hurting. And the second is no killing. <laughs> and after two nights and three days, they were so angry at us <laughs> because we set them up like that. But now they are working as peace builders, a Christian Muslim peace building team. And they're good friends. And uh, Haron al-Rashid Baragir got married last month, and he invited Elwin Neri to be part of his wedding. Peace work often goes against the grain of accepted and traditional responses to conflict, and to some people that can feel very threatening. Do you and Joji feel fear? We cannot lie to ourselves and say we don't fear. But there's something that we have to deal, and that is we, Anabaptists, believe that we have Christ in us, we have Jesus in us, and the life we now live by faith is live in Christ. That better be not just a doctrinal set of statements, so that must be real, and that's the only way we deal with fear. Would it be possible for you and Joji to be doing this work without a supportive faith community? No, it is not possible to do peace building in one local context. For example, Southeast Asia is the only place wherein the oil from the Arabian Gulf would be transported to the Pacific to supply China, Japan, Canada, Alaska, Australia, and of course the U.S. If Southeast Asia would be blocked, then we will have to bring it around Atlantic, it will be very, very, very expensive for the globalization, you know, capital corporation. Tell us, Daniel, as you give this global and local example, give us an example of how very tangibly your ministry is enabled because of the broader Christian community and the church community. I graduated from the uh, School of Theology in Vancouver with a peace theology. I said, Who among the body of Christ or a segment of the body of Christ would have this same peace theology? And of course, the Mennonites. I went home, looked into my computer, googled Peace Church Richmond, British Columbia, right? And voila, Peace Mennonite Church. The next Sunday, I went there and I told them I want to be nurtured and discipled in peace theology because I want to serve in our country in southern Philippines. And Peace Mennonite Church introduced me to Mennonite Church Canada, and Mennonite Church Canada introduced me to other Mennonite churches across Canada. And this is the symbiotic relationship of local and global. I cannot do the local work in Mindanao without the Mennonite Church of Canada and the whole body of Christ. I know, Daniel, that you are working at building up a peace school to train local people 
Can you paint uh, very quickly a big picture of, of what your hopes are? We would like the Muslims, the indigenous people, and the Christian migrants to dig deeper into their own religious or spiritual uh, resources. For example, there is a Salam movement among Muslims. Salam means peace or like the Hebrew word shalom. And there's so much Salam teachings in the Quran. So I have been asking my fellow religious leaders in the Muslim partners we have, what does the Quran tell us about peace or salam? I also tell that to the evangelicals in the Philippines. What does Jesus as the Prince of Peace teach us about relating with other groups of people like the Muslims and then the indigenous people? What does your spirituality teach you about peace? And so by gathering all these things, we developed this Peace Builders Community Center wherein these three people groups can have conversation. And I believe that if Jesus, the Prince of Peace, is the truth, the truth will vindicate its, its truth in our honest conversation. The Spirit of God will allow the truth of Christ, the Prince of Peace, to surface. You've been at this work now since 2004 yes. when you first went yes. to investigate the possibility. Yes. Do you feel like you're making progress? By God's grace, yes. Actually, the first time I went there, I simply wanted to land five goats for ten families and let these goats uh, reproduce so that other families can have five goats. I was not into this big peace-building thing. Out of this ministry of goat raising, the mayor of the town I was uh, living said, you know, I'll give you a corner into this municipal office and you will help us to relate with Christians. After six months of doing that, I went to Canada and said, there's an opening of Christian uh, Muslim dialogue. Now, this dialogue, this conversation has grown to the point that military generals, uh, the national defense of the Republic of the Philippines, the Moro Islamic Liberation Front leadership, the leadership of the Philippine Council of Evangelical Churches are all talking to the point that the President of the Republic of the Philippines have recognized this conversation. Thank you, Daniel. May the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and God's peace be with you. Thank you. Our time is up for today. This broadcast and many other helpful resources are available on the Mennonite Church Canada website at www.mennonitechurch.ca. You're welcome to call our resource consultants at 1-866-888-6785 for additional help in finding books, videos, and more. We also invite prayerful and financial support for the many ministries of Mennonite Church Canada and for this program, Church Matters. If you would like to support the peace-building ministry of Daniel and Joji Pantoja in the Philippines, please call 1-866-888-6785 and ask for Al Rempel. If you enjoy this radio program, we invite your support for it. Mail your gift to Mennonite Church Canada, 600 Shaftesbury Boulevard, Winnipeg, Manitoba, R3P0M4. My name is Dan Dick. And I'm Janet Plennert. 
You've been listening to Church Matters, where our prayer is that you will be called, equipped, and sent to be the church in the world today. Tune in again at this same time on the third Sunday of the month to hear more about the many ways that church matters. Thank you for joining us. As you go out from here, may the Lord go with you. The face of God shine on you every day. We are sent by God wherever we are living, salt and light as people of the way.